We're, We're back. back. It's Engage, Engage Magazine, Magazine on American, American Family Radio. With great power comes great responsibility. I've always wanted to say that in like the most movie-tastic voice that I could manage. And I'm actually pretty close with my cold today. Yeah. I don't know if that was quite movie-tastic, but okay. Movie-tastic. Um, did you just make up that word? I, I did. You know what? I'm a writer. I can make up <laughs> words all day if I want to. Uh, no, we are talking about superheroes. We're talking about um, how that relates to us and how we uh, really can can um, use these superhero movies to talk about the things that they reveal in us, but also the truths of the gospel that are reflected in them. If you missed any of the first segment, you can always catch it, engagemagazine.net. We're talking with Canada Burkhalter and uh, Jordan Shambly with us. So, guys, I-, I have a question. Because I know whenever this conversation comes up, mm-hmm. whenever we're talking movies, whenever we're talking you know, reading comic books or watching TV shows, things like that, there's a lot of people who are going to tell us, guys, you're called to be in the world, not of the world. Mm-hmm. And watching these movies, consuming this media, um, how are you different hmm. from the world? And I, I do think that's a legitimate question we it need to discuss. Yeah. So what, what are your thoughts, Canada? Because you talk about, uh, you've written an article on Engage, why we review movies, and we kind mm-hmm. of hit on this point in that article. Yeah. Well, I think that when you are a Christian and you have the Holy Spirit, you are constantly viewing the world through that lens of the gospel. And so when you view entertainment, you should have that same mindset. So when I see a movie, and I covered this in uh, one of the, in that article that you mentioned, if you're watching a film and one of the characters is making bad decisions, you say, well, what can I learn from the bad decisions of this character? Mm-hmm. You know, and if they're making good decisions, what can you learn? Like your your focus should always be how does this compare to scripture and what can I glean from this? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And also um yeah, approaching that I mean you you being filled with the Holy Spirit, you're going to have that lens, but also mm-hmm. maintaining that lens I think is very important. Mm-hmm. If you're not spending time in the word and um fellowship with other Christians, it it, it can get dull after a while, and then you find yourself being shaped, not by the word, but by the, your entertainment, mm-hmm. um, which I've, I've seen in my own life many times, you know. So that, that's also a very important thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think establishing discernment, you mm-hmm. know, always striving to have discernment. And if there's any doubt, go back to the Bible. You know, and the more, the more you read the scriptures, the more your brain and your mind and, yeah. and the way you think will be shaped to be, to be Christ-minded, you know, and to think like that so it'll be easier for you to discern, like, should I watch this, should I not? Yeah, and I think that that's such an important key because what we're not saying is feel free to go watch any movie that's ever made. Yeah. Um, have that discernment. And when we're talking about this, what resources do you guys use to tell if if you should go? Because, um, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are not going to want to wait till it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray, or on Netflix. Mm-hmm. They want to watch it in a theater. Um I have three kids, and they don't really like Daddy leaving to go watch a movie in theater. So typically, <laughs> I have to wait for the DVD to come out. Um, but what resources do you guys use and and recommend? I use Plugged In. Yeah, I was um, about to say that. They yeah. do a really good comprehensive review of a movie. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have a bit of spoilers in there, so you kind of mm-hmm. have to be careful. Um, I also have a couple of you know, just like uh, Rotten Tomatoes isn't perfect, but they they talk about like the quality of a film, yeah. not necessarily the moral aspect of it. Um, but then also just my friends, word of mouth, because mm-hmm. I feel like even especially for millennials, word of mouth means a whole lot more than advertising to oh, us. Oh, absolutely. And so I have friends that I know, 
you know, they kind of have the same worldview as me. So if they've mm. seen it, I ask them, well, what did you think? Mm -hmm. You know, and those are, that's mainly the resources I use. Yeah. Uh, Anna and I, my wife, we, we don't work, we don't, um, watch TV ever. Mm. Like we have a, a TV set, but we don't have any cable or anything. We never turn it on. So we're always like, we always watch for, uh, our Amazon prime account and Netflix and Hulu. Um, uh, but we found this thing called VidAngel. Oh yeah. Uh, just just talking about like, you know, as far as content goes, um, that was, is extremely helpful. We, I mean, th there are some things that you should not watch period, even though you're going to filter everything out. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it is helpful for those things that are sort of in the gray area. Like, um, for instance, we rented on mm -hmm. Amazon, the, the X-Men movie. And we started watching it. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Th this is new for the X-Men movies. Like, usually there's not that right, much. Right, and that's, a, that's such let, a big you know. thing. You, you yeah. really, we, I think, have hit a point now to where you can't just trust. Yeah, no, you can't. Any franchise. Yeah, and, and, and for us, I mean, watching graded R movies is a completely different topic. I, I, maybe not. I don't know. But this rated R movie, which didn't at first really give me a red uh, a red flag because I was like, oh, it's going to be violence. And honestly, violence is not as impactful to me and Anna as it, other things are. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't just violence. So it, it did sneak up on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just being unprepared. And yeah. I think that that goes into we have to be diligent mm -hmm. with with everything that we watch. Right. Um, mm -hmm. you know, now, one of the questions that I really want to hit on is how can we or is there a way that we can use movies – um, to to have a conversation about faith, uh, maybe even to deepen our own faith, or the things that you've learned about God, uh, or seeing truths of the of the gospel in secular movies. I'll tell you a perfect example for us. Mm -hmm. Um, so my my kids love the Kung Fu Panda okay. series franchise, yeah. right? All three of them. <laughs> um. I mean, it's there. I, I like those movies. <laughs> I true. really do. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> so there's in the third one, and I apologize if I'm going to spoil, you know, two year old movie here, but um, <laughs> you kind of find out why um, the panda is called the Dragon Warrior, right? And he turns into a dragon and he defeats the bad guy because there was ever really a question of whether he would win. <laughs> um, but the thing that that really got me was it made an opportunity because he had this power. Right where uh, he became the dragon, he was able to defeat evil. So afterwards, my daughter and I are talking, and I said, "Where did that power come from?" And she said, "Well, he just learned how to do it." I said, "Okay, that's great. Where does our power come from? We we battle against sin every single day. Where does our can we just learn?" Yeah. And she said, "It has to come from Jesus." Hmm. I said, "There you go. That's good." So we, you know. I think there's a way we can watch movies mm -hmm. and we can point people to Christ, mm -hmm. uh, which, by the way, you're listening to Engage Magazine, American Family Radio, and that's what we want to do every episode. It's what we want to do in every article mm -hmm. is point you to Christ and to help you ask uh, what we think are really important questions. And, and let me just say this. If there's something that you disagree with us, we have lots of people who disagree with the points we make, with the uh, the articles that we write. We are we love that. Uh, we want you to connect with us. You can send me an email, engagefaq at afa.net. You can hit us up on any social media platform. We're there. Uh, let us know what you think uh, about the movies that you're watching, about the uh, maybe the movies we should be watching and, and we don't know about or we don't have time to watch. So, uh, But what do you guys think? Is there – how can – 
how can Christians watch movies and do it in a way that might mm. draw their hearts closer to Christ? Is there a way? Is that possible? Well, I think what you what you said brought up a really good a, a really good point. Um, never stop thinking. Really, mm-hmm. don't don't just sit there and be a sponge soaking it all in. Um, for, uh, like when you were talking about uh, Kung Fu Panda and where the power come from, that's such a great way to do it is asking questions. And even if the film or whatever the story um, does not have a good worldview, that's okay as long as you're thinking. Well, the and, thing is, even if a movie has a terrible worldview, yeah. I I actually learn a lot from that too. Yeah, exactly. Because it shows me the weakness of that worldview. Yeah, and it, and it, and it affirms your own, really. It does. It yeah. makes you strengthen your own, I think. Right. And I think that often, um, you know, it's kind of like in a funhouse mirror, yeah. right? When you're walking through that thing at the, um, you know, at the fair and you see yourself as short, you see yourself as skinny, you see yourself, you know, as wide or as skinny or whatever weird the, the mirrors do, yep. uh, you see yourself distorted. And I think when we watch some of these movies, um, there's a movie by Christopher Nolan, one of his earlier films, uh, called The Prestige. Oh, I love that um, movie. Yeah, so yeah, good. it's so good. But here's the question it goes into. There's actually a lot of questions that it dives into, but the value of life. Mm-hmm. Right? One had an opportunity. Sorry, I'm going to spoil another movie for you if you haven't seen <laughs> Spoiler this. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. So, it is a um, great movie, though. Absolutely. But uh, so the Christian Bale character is basically cloned, um, has a twin, and he says, okay, this is it. We're now one person. We're going to act as one person. We're going to do all this. Hugh Jackman has the clone, but he kills him. Yeah. Right. Or did you think it was twins or do you think it was cloned? I like it. Well, it's been a long time since I saw that movie, but I remember when it's revealed that. Uh, wait, There's two did, Christopher did, Bales. Did Christian, did Christian Bale have a. He had a twin. Was it a clone though or did he just a, have a twin? No, it was cloned because he, he went to Angier. Did he do that? Anyway, we'll have this discussion. Yeah, yeah you, this can, is you can a, let us this know. This is not a meeting of the movie club. Right so, no. But here's the thing. We, we, when we're not on air, this is our conversation. Right, we yeah. love talking. And we're Canada, I'll set you straight later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, the thing is, um, that movie to me brought in a ton of questions. Um, how does a secular world value life? Hmm. And it's not even just this... Um, it's not even just abortion, but it certainly relates to that. And I know Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan probably was a thousand miles away from that, but that's where it came to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it hit home for me. And I know there's a ton of other movies that, yeah. you know, the writers would, would never think that they would hit on that issue. And yet they do. Mm-hmm. And I think we, so it's not just a question of what does the movie bring to us, but we also have to consider what do we bring mm-hmm. to yeah. the movie? Yeah. It's a, it's a two way street really. It has to be. Yeah. And uh, I think especially for the believer. Now, how does this come into play when we're watching with someone else? Like, it's let's a good say opportunity we're to have a discussion. I think so. I think it yeah. always needs to end in a discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife doesn't really like movies. Right? She just it's it's not her her <laughs> hobby. Um, but I did get her to sit down and watch The Giver. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? She when when we finished the movie, you know, the credits start rolling, and she looked at me and said. That is a terrible ending. What? She hated the ending. No, I love what? you. I love you, Allison. I'm sorry <laughs> to bust you out on radio, but she did not like it. She felt like the stories were not all wrapped up in a nice, pretty bow. And I'm okay. like, well, yeah. life doesn't happen like mm-hmm. that. And like, especially that movie, The Giver, now that you mention it, like that movie, it, when I remember when I watched it, it made me feel like happy to be alive. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, <laughs> and that's the thing, like, kind of like what Jordan was talking about. If a movie has a bad worldview, use that 
to to contrast that with a good worldview, like watching The Giver. Basic premises: they took away all emotion, emotion yeah. from and people and memory, and the world was you know black and white. It was gray. Everything was monotone. Everything was the same. And then this one kid gets the ability to see the world the way it really is, and by by seeing the way the world shouldn't be and contrasting it with the way that the world should be mm-hmm. is just mind blowing and it reminds you of how amazing mm-hmm. life is and for me as a christian it was like wow the gift the gifts that god has given us like color mm-hmm. emotion and yeah. you know love and friends and things like that it reminds you of the gifts that god has mm-hmm. given mm-hmm. that's why it's called the giver a, <laughs> right there's a line in that movie meryl streep says it um she is it's very near the end of the movie and she's talking to the giver and she makes a comment. She said, man, when given the option, always chooses wrong. Hmm. Always. Wow. And I just thought, you know, in Scripture, we're commanded to love God. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to be commanded? Because we, we choose not to. We reject God. We can do that in every aspect of our lives, whether we're watching movies or not. And here's our challenge to you. Read Engage Magazine, but think and focus, meditate on who Christ is, whether you're at the movies, whether you're reading articles online, or whether you're listening to a radio program. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back next week. Until next week, share truth and apply scripture.